the Recovery Revolution will be podcast on the Since Right Now Addiction Recovery Network. This is the Unruffled Podcast, Episode 92. This is a podcast about recovery through creativity. We live an intentional life. We thrive. I am Sandra Primo. And I'm Tammy Salas. And we are The Unruffled. Happy New Year, Sandra. Happy New Year. I love the New Year so much. I know you do. I've been thinking about you. Mm -hmm. Because New Year's Day is just, it's like, it's like a bright, lovely, I was born on the first, you know, so I have an affinity for the first of the month. Um, But yeah, I had a freaking awesome New Year's Day. How was your New Year's Day? My New Year's Day was amazing, actually. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I I did a polar bear plunge. Okay, I saw the pictures, but then I didn't know if you had done it, and then I caught up that you did. What was that all about? You know, I have wanted to do it forever. I've and every year I was I would say that I was kind of inching a little closer to doing it. And you know, it was time. This it's it's time. Lord willing, I turned 50 this year. And so I was like, you know what? This is the year that I need to do the polar bear plunge. And it wasn't that big of a deal. It was just the fear. It's the anticipation and the fear that it's going to be undoable. But it wasn't. It was awesome. So where did you do the polar bear plunge? Like, what is that? And what is that for people who don't know what that is? Okay. Well, you know, I guess your city would have to be close to some kind of water for there to be a polar bear plunge and your water would have to not be frozen, I guess, too. Okay. <laughs> think. Right. Uh, Key so elements. <laughs> we have a fairly mild winter, you know, in Austin, Texas, but um, it was 40 on that, on, on the first, it was 40. So that's good. That's chilly. That's not nothing. And, um, but but every year there's a polar bear plunge at Barton Springs Pool. And Barton Springs Pool is a spring-fed, beautiful three-acre spring-fed pool, like right in the middle of our city. And uh, it's open year-round um, because the water is always – it's at a constant 68 degrees. So in the summer, it feels like an ice bath. But it feels great, you know, when it's like 100 degrees every day. I mean, it feels really good. Although there are people that don't will not jump into it because it's just too cold for them. But I love it in the summer. And then, surprisingly, in the winter, it's like a warm bath. <laughs> okay, so it was just... It wasn't as yeah. shocking as you might think it might be. Not not as shocking as you think. I mean, getting out now was very cold. But oh, Chloe and I yeah. brought like our fluffiest robes so that we could just immediately put them on when we so got Chloe out. Chloe did it too. Chloe and Mark, oh. my husband went too. Yeah, oh we had gosh. so much fun. Matt, my son was the only one that just you know no. was like no way. I think he regretted it after we got back and. We were going on and on about how amazing it was, but that's okay. He can go next time. 
Right. Oh, that's so. F- I mean, that's really fun. That's a really big way to start. Uh, it was the so new year. fun. And what's so fun too is there were hundreds of people there. <laughs> so I saw Jen James was there. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. It, it, the pool stays open. Well, you know, like I said, it's it actually. I think it's been closed for they're trying to do some things to it, and so they'll close it for a little while if they're cleaning or whatever. But, um, but it was open all day for people to plunge and it was packed. You know, I saw some neighbors from some people from our neighborhood across the street. There were a couple of people dressed up in those T-Rex costumes. (laughs) And, uh, (laughs) that's great. Uh, Oh, so it was just a really fun, it was an event. Yeah, Yeah, totally. It was so fun. Great. Um, I I took a plunge on the first. Yeah. Kind of. (laughs) So I woke up and I've been on vacation for a while and you and I haven't talked for a few weeks over the phone or on the podcast, but I needed a meeting like really bad. Like I, I just knew I needed it. And I wanted to start the new year out that way to like, just get out of bed and go to a meeting. Um, But that morning I was a messaging with Nicole Baker who's been on our show. And she was, I, I guess I did an Instagram story about, you know, my bottom was the last week of December when I, you know, four years ago. And I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. And she sent me a sweet message. And she was like, Rich Roll did a story this morning, um, similar to your story about being sick and no, you know, no longer being sick and tired, or you're sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I was like, I'm like, he copied me? she's like obviously i'm like hmm or we both heard that in the rooms before and we've repeated it (laughs) right so i i was walking home and i was like i i feel like i'm gonna meet rich roll today i feel like i'm gonna see him at the liz gilbert rob bell event that i'm going to tonight i have a feeling he's gonna be there and i just i think i will manifested it because he was there that's and amazing. Which it's not too improbable, right? Because no. they are all buddies, but yeah, still. But you know, as I was walking home from the meeting, I was like, "Yeah, I'm probably going to see him tonight. He's probably going to want to sit by me. He's probably going to want to chat about the biz of podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you do, yeah, like you do. I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, but I, I kind of thought that. And then I had a feeling in the middle of the day, like, I don't want to go tonight. That's I have to drive to L.A. I have to go to L.A. by myself because my husband didn't want to go with me. How far which, away are you? I'm about 50 minutes from L.A. with no traffic. Mm. But if there's traffic, it could be two hours. So And the traffic, yeah, is like horrendous, right? Or it can be. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I had an extra ticket. I was trying to see if someone wanted to go with me. I was meeting up with Heidi Ferrer. So that was awesome to meet with her. Um, but I, I kind of got some cold feet. Like, um, our friend Stephanie was going with her husband. So it was like, mm, I want to go. But then part of me just wants to stay home, which is kind of like how I always feel, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of drug my feet. And anyhow, I'm making this long. I go, I meet Heidi, we go get dinner, Sarah Doran meets us as well, we kind of have this lovely, uh, you know, unruffled lady uh, pre-dinner, and then we walk in, and Heidi's like, there's Rich Roll, do you want to meet him? Oh, that's awesome. 
I mean, I didn't even see him yet. I hadn't even laid eyes Heidi, on him. Heidi, the bubbly, <laughs> effervescent connector. Yes. That is Heidi. She is on her. a mission. She's already walking towards him. As she's asking me this question, she's like, we're, we're walking towards him. Right. And I'm like, um, yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> I'll talk. No action. Tammy is like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> And Heidi's husband had filmed a movie in Rich Roll's house. Right. So Heidi and Heidi had been an extra on the set. She's been to his house. So she like she was my one degree of separation from Rich Roll. Yeah. Yeah. And but, you know, she she had to interrupt him because he was talking with friends. And so it felt a little bit like, I don't know, I felt awkward. Um, she's much braver than I. And um, she said hi, to, you know, said I'm so and so's wife. And um this, these are my friends. And I, you know, he said hello and he shook hands. And I was like, oh, feel it felt okay. I'm going to tell you how it felt. I just want to tell you how his hand felt. I would think, can I just guess, yeah, like guess. soft but firm? Yes. Okay. <laughs> very soft, very yeah. cushy, very. Um, I thought maybe it was going to be really strong since he's such a fit man. Um, uh, Heidi called him vegan Jesus and she's like yes he look like vegan Jesus <laughs> I was like that's a good one mm-hmm. that's good <laughs> he sure does Heidi he sure so anyhow I- I'm mortified to meet celebrities although I was much braver with you in LA to go up and chat with people because I think I felt like I was in this bubble of she recovers mm-hmm. you know like when we met Sarah Blondin and I was just started chatting with her like I felt a little emboldened and going up to Amy Dresner and just visiting because she'd been on our podcast but to meet like my imaginary boyfriend was really it had me tongue tied. <laughs> I, I I can I bet. <laughs> <laughs> right? Um he looked okay, let's just t- I gotta tell you how he looked too. His hair was kind of tousled and kind of messy. He's much more handsome in person. Much mm. more handsome in person. I can't Im- even imagine that. Yeah. Much more handsome in person. Um he's wearing like jeans and just like a a warm jacket like from North Face or something, you know. Anyhow, we we go inside. So Sarah who's with us, she's like, I don't know who you got, who he is. Who is he? You right. guys need to clue me in. I'm like, Sarah, come on. <laughs> so we fill her in. She's like, Yeah, okay, you guys are weird, probably is what she's thinking. So we go sit down. I have seat twenty-two. Um it was lovely. I look down my row and Rich rolls in my row. And so okay. that's when I get out my camera, Sandra. And I was like, I got to seize the moment or Natalie is going to kill me. Natalie's like going to be like, what? You took a picture? <laughs> so well, I tried. I'm not good at it is the thing. <laughs> so I'm like taking a selfie of me, like leaning over in the row. And of course, I feel like everybody's looking at me, right? Which no one is looking at me. Um, and I do. And I snap a photo of like half my face and the, and my row. But I can't see very well. It's dark in there. So I got the back of Ritual's head. It's really great. It's super... <laughs> it's not proof of anything so i just laughed we had a good time after that was over it was over you know what i mean like it was like that was just like a silly little moment um but i was right i was very it wasn't more mealing around with with (laughs) i wanted to get up out of my seat and go call you in the bathroom is what i wanted to do (laughs) but i couldn't and then by the time i got out there was like 11 o'clock i'm like oh it's one o'clock in austin i can't call her now shoot so I texted you at like what four at uh, five o'clock in the morning. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> so that was really. I mean, Rob and Liz were awesome, but um, 
but that was my highlight of my New Year's. So I just kind of drove home really happy. When I got home, I told I told my husband and uh, our friends, because before I left, I said, um, I'm going to meet Rich Roll tonight, so I got to go. I got, I got a date. I got to leave. <laughs> and my friend Manuela from France is like, who is Rich Roll? Right. So I showed her a picture, and she's like, eh. I go, oh, Manuela. All right. Well, I'm glad I didn't waste <laughs> this ticket on you. You're not coming. <laughs> she didn't want to go. <laughs> Uh, so that was just fun and silly. And it just reminded me, Sandra, of like how fucking great this life is. Oh, right? right. You feeling all your senses, jumping in a pool with your family. Would we have done these things before? You know? Right. Yeah. Seizing the day and going to a, going to a talk with people that you admire. You know, yeah. that's definitely not what I have done in the past on your stay. <laughs> no, or I would have preloaded I'm drinking me. before I went to that event. <laughs> right? Well, right. I would have had to have because I would have been shaky from the night before, mm-hmm. you know? Right. But honestly, I wouldn't have gone. I wouldn't have even thought to purchase a ticket. Right. Well, uh-huh. I did, and I bought an extra because I thought my husband might want to go or my son. Neither wanted to go. I really wish they would have because it was an amazing two-hour talk by two very smart people, creative people. And um, I have to tell you, Sandra, it's going to be on a Robcast. It's going to be a two-part episode. That's they exciting. W- they went for a long time. I'm saying two hours. Maybe it was just two hours in my head, but it was it was a good amount of time. And it was much better than the interview I saw last month with her, with Lisa Congdon in San Francisco. Basically, they opened the show, Sandra, dancing to the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Can't Stop. That's amazing. I saw a little clip of it on Instagram. Four and a half minutes of dancing. Four <laughs> and a half minutes of her like ecstatic dancing or whatever you want to call it. And him being so punk rock and doing his little moves that were so cute. And they were, you know, he, he talked about how she said the only thing they planned was the dance. They didn't plan the talk at all. That's oh, that's what they rehearsed was the dance. Uh, I admire that so much. And they have such good energy together because you can tell they just love each other so much. Yeah, it was. So that was what I wanted to see. I didn't care really what they talked about. But what they did, they just had a jar full of words. Uh Uh-huh. Picked from the jar and riffed on them. Oh, that's so cool. What a great idea. It kind of meandered. Filing that away. Right? It doesn't have to be complicated. I was thinking about our podcasting. It doesn't have to be complicated. Let's just riff on this. Yeah, I've got five pages of notes in front of me. (laughs) (laughs) not there yet yeah not there yet but I was just thinking like with guests like we could think about that too I don't know it was fun it was fun to watch them together you're right the energy um the the theater was light enough that I could take notes the whole time so I'm super excited about that I'm not going to talk about their talk right now um no but they're going to replay it so we can all we'll all get to hear it that's exciting everybody should listen it was a really it was wonderful so that was that New Year's so Day. Fun. So happy I'm home now, but that was a really um, fun way to kind of mark the day. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. And, and it was a good end to your trip, no? Yeah, it was the perfect thing. It was perfect. We were ready to come home. That's why I kind of almost, I told Steve the night before, I'm like, if you want to leave tomorrow, I can skip the event, you know, because I was just on the fence. Mm, um, right. I was ready to come home. I've been away from my home too long. I was ready, but I'm really glad I stayed. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so now I got to pitch Rich Roll again and say, "Hey, didn't want to intrude the other night." Yeah, but, but remember when we met? Remember when we touched? <laughs> Do you remember that handshake? 
Mm-hmm. I bet you do not. <laughs> oh, I'm such a dork. So anyway, well, that was my props fun. to Heidi. Yeah, Heidi is my queen. She's my mm-hmm. new queen. <laughs> I love it. Oh, okay. So we have so much to talk about. We really do. I hope that we can get through this today. (laughs) This might be a three-hour episode. Let's see. (laughs) All right. Where do you want to start? How should we start? You know, um, let's talk about... So this whole podcast is going to be about 2019 Mm -hmm. and uh, things we do to get ready for a new year. Mm -hmm. Um practices that we do, big plans and dreams that we have, things that we have actually on the books. Um, So it's exciting. Yeah. It's all exciting. Well, can you share the story? And I know we've we've done an episode like this last year, but we have a lot of new listeners and maybe people haven't listened to that episode. So um, I'm, you have told a story about your friend Spike, what she calls the week after Christmas, between oh, right. Christmas okay, so, and New Year's. And yes, I love and, and I love it. My, <laughs> my friend Spike Gillespie is a writer. Um, we're hoping to get her on the podcast this year, but she is also my writing teacher. She calls the week between uh, Christmas and New Year the taint <laughs> because <laughs> it just really is. <laughs> it ain't one. It ain't the other. It's just the taint. And which... <laughs> I know. I can't believe I like that. <laughs> I can't believe you either. <laughs> it's like a so, week of so much going on. Yeah, but it and then and but it but it lasts forever too, right? And you don't know what day it is ever, and it you you're, you feel like you should be doing things. I don't know. It was really a. I just really had to practice being instead of doing and, and, mm-hmm. and I did. And that was really, cause I didn't go, I didn't go anywhere. We went on some hikes and, you know, did the polar bear plunge, like I mentioned. And I read a ton of books and hung out with my kids, watched movies, all that kind of stuff. So it was a lot of being. <laughs> did that feel, I mean, cause last year you were working on your book, so this year, does it feel different? I mean, did you feel it obviously felt restorative? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it really felt very restorative, and it gave me a lot of time to reflect and journal and make plans, and it 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 was it was all very good. Oh, good, good, yeah, yeah. I I it was a highly pro- uh, creative and productive time for me. Something was lit for me when we went on vacation and when we, quote unquote, skipped Christmas, which I guess we didn't because it still happens. Um, But we did not. I mean, my son got one present from us Mm -hmm. and he's making us a film of our vacation as our present from him. So we we kept it super simple. And um, but I had so many ideas and vivid dreams and things to write down. Like I just, I wrote, I've been writing for two weeks and it's just Mm, yesterday I sat at my desk for like 14 hours and just, um, created. So it's been an interesting, um, that happened for me last year too. Uh, something about reflecting on the end and looking back and looking forward. And I don't know, it was just, it was really a good time. It was a Mm -hmm. good time for me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. Yeah, I've done a ton of writing myself. Um, one thing that we both do that I don't, 
I don't know your why behind it. I do it because it's just kind of fun, but um, I do uh, something called the year ahead spread that I learned about from uh, the Wild Unknown, from Kim Kranz with the Wild Unknown. Um, She has a tarot deck that you and I both have. I've had mine for about three years now, and I just love it. I, I, I use it. I practice with it every day. And it's just one of those things that supplements, I don't know, my creativity, probably my intuition, mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I learned about a practice from her called the Year Ahead Spread, where you uh, look it up, um, yeah. uh, Google it, and or you can look on my Instagram. I have a picture of of the one I did for this year. But you, you basically put down a card for each month of the year coming up and then you uh, put a card in the middle and that is your kind of your overall theme for the year. And um, again, it's just for fun, but I like to go through the book and sort of write down the meanings for everything. And it's just kind of something to look forward to. And I refer back to it throughout the whole year. This is the third time I've done it. And, uh, And it's just something that I just ruminate on throughout the year. Um, Last year, the theme for 2018 for me was the Seven of Swords, which is sort of about secrecy and avoidance. Mm. And um, for me, that, that that forced me to look at, things I was avoiding throughout the year. Hmm. Um, it made me look at commitments and responsibilities and challenges and sort of invited me to less procrastination, less victimization. Um, it's, and it was a theme that came up all year for me. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I can think of a couple things like you um I, I hope you don't mind I'm going to analyze your, your thing. No, go ahead. <laughs> but you avoided putting something out into the world last year that you had created. You'd kind of I don't I say avoid is strong. I'm using that word cuz you used it as your theme. But mm-hmm. remember you made a different decision, you pulled back. Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, it really, it came up a lot, actually. Mm. Um, There were a lot of other things I addressed in my business, in my financial life, Mm. um, in my marriage. It it really came up for me a whole lot. And, um, but doing that, too, at the beginning of 2018, it kind of also helped me pick my word for the year, too. Um, it was helpful for me to have those things sort of connected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my word for 2018 was agency. And that played into the tarot theme mm-hmm. because for me, it was about taking more agency in my life, being less of a victim, being less on the sidelines making decisions with more agency, more forethought, more yeah. intention. And, and so, yeah, so those things really, um, 
really worked, those things really worked together for me. And, and then when I reflect on both of those things, um, it's interesting, you know, it, there wasn't, you know, my, sometimes my progress doesn't look like a big explosion. It's not like a quantum leap or anything. Um, it looks more like a crawl, uh, like a slow crawl. You know, it's just those small little actions that we do every day, yeah. <laughs> like reading and writing and getting quiet and listening to into in my intuition, prayer, all those things add up to something significant. It's hard to exercise patience, though. We, it's, it's hard, <laughs> right? <laughs> we want instantaneous gratification yeah it's hard because I, I you know as um when I read a French parenting book a long time ago called bringing up Bebe, and they talked about she talked about how the French and why their children are different than American children because she was raising her children over there and American abroad and she talked about one of the key things that she found was that the French teach their children delayed gratification from the time mm. from the time they're born. And I thought I found that so fascinating. You know, mm -hmm. they don't interrupt. They're not crazy at restaurants. They eat anything. They there's just like this interesting um, interesting differences that she pointed out. But yeah, as Americans, I think we we do not excel at delayed gratification, especially not, we in, this, don't. not in this day and age, for sure. Right, I'm right. Going, I'm going to your, um, I'm getting on my phone really quick to get, I want to see your spread again to remind me, because I think we have some similar cards. Really? Let's see, I thought we did. Where's your spread? Oh, there it is. Right. So my overall theme for 2019 is yeah. the Ace of Cups. Ugh. I just love it. So what is that one? Mean? The Ace of Cups is like about new beginnings hmm, nice. in like love and bliss um, has a lot to do with emotions, which is interesting for hmm. this Enneagram 7 who uh -huh. is not so comfortable always swimming in emotion. Um, so, uh, yeah, I find all of that very interesting. I'm very looking forward to, um, seeing how this plays out because like I said, God willing, this is a year that I turned 50, which seems really like a big yeah. deal. It is. Right. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. Mm -hmm. Um, I also have five years of sobriety. I'm not jumping ahead, but, you right. know. Significant. That can happen. Yeah. So. Um, That's so funny. So when I, when I turn 50, I'm going to have five years of sobriety, too. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, so cool. Yeah. That is interesting. You know, I'm not future tripping at all. I know. <laughs> That's a ways away, <laughs> but um, like a year and a half-ish away. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, this is interesting. You and I, can I, can I, can I uh, jump to July? Uh-huh. The Lovers? Uh-huh. We both have that card for July. Really? Mm -hmm. Union, uh -oh. Desire, and Joy. 
How interesting. Hmm. That's when we should plan a meetup. I think you're right. A live. I was chatting with Stephanie um, down in LA. I had breakfast with her, Stephanie Pollard, and she was talking about like, have you ever thought about doing a live podcast? Maybe in a couple of the cities, like maybe Austin, maybe San Francisco, where I have thought about that actually. Mm -hmm. Just like get some sponsors. She had like all kinds of ideas. I took notes. Yeah, Um, I've had that idea. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Listening to the armchair uh, experts Mm -hmm. with Dax Shepard, they do live ones and they sound like so much fun. Yeah, he did one in Austin with Brené Brown. And so that's what Stephanie was like. You could have Brené. You could ask her to come on. I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh. No, but that's when we can have um, Kathy Valentine from the Go-Go's on. There you That'd go. Be perfect. Actually, we should have yes. Spike on. Oh, we should definitely. We should have Spike and Kathy Valentine on because those two on a stage, I'm telling you, that would be epic. Okay. <laughs> Let's yeah. let's put that out into the world. Okay, I think we just did. Drop that down, Sandra. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's make that happen. Oh well, um, are you denturing your spread? Because I was gonna, I was gonna. No, let's. Yeah. I want to hear about yours. Okay. Yes, and then we can talk about words of the year. Yeah. So, um, the first time I was introduced to this was by our friend Hillary, and I was driving to see Casey on New Year's Day two years ago. Um. I'm sorry, would that be three years ago? It would be two years ago. And she said, do you want me to do your cards for you? I said, sure, I was driving. She did my year ahead spread. She texted me all these images. I was driving. I was trying to get to my friend. I felt an urgency. I didn't really tap in to the meanings or I didn't absorb it. What she had told me, I didn't write any of it down. I didn't, I didn't own a tarot deck at that time, so I didn't connect. But I know that you had the deck, and I know that Hillary um, uses the deck. So when the next year came around, which was last year, um, I wanted to do it and check it out because I just I just bought myself a deck. And um, the theme last year was death. And mm-hmm. it was about closure and transformation. And so for me, I think upon looking at it and looking at my word for last year, which was grace, I think those two were connected And that certain things had to die in order to kind of move forward. And practices, um, thought patterns, um, I definitely felt some closure at the end of the year about all of this. And that I progressed to, um, not to be too vague, but just about personal things, relationship, my marriage, um, stuff that needs to to shift, you know what I mean? And, um, And relationships in my life, too. So I felt um, that last year was very much a year for me to be a student, and I feel like the transformation to be a teacher has been something I've been working on with um, Tiffany Hahn for a year in my in the group coaching that I do with her. Um, so that that resonated with me. I think it um, in fits and starts throughout the year when I would remember to look at my spread because I have it in my calendar. I, I have a picture of my spread and all the meanings and words written out. And um, when I would remember to look at it, it could guide me a little bit or remind me, which is all I think it really does for me is to kind of this, like to tap back into your intuition again. Like what does this resonate and, exactly. and why and how and to what in your life? So it's not magic or anything, but it feels like a, like a compass a little bit, just pointing you like a gentle little pointing like nor- to your north 
Um, my theme for this year was the Ace of Swords, and that was truth and mental clarity. So we shall see. <laughs> More will be revealed, as they say. So um, that's the theme. Yeah. So you have an ace as well. We both yeah. have an ace. That's yeah. interesting, too. And I've noticed uh, some other uh, aces as central themes for, and I can't even tell you who, but, it, mm -hmm. you know, just seeing some other friends post the picture of their year ahead spreads on Instagram. I've noticed a few other aces. I think that's interesting. Yeah. Well, I looked at the whole theme um, and out of the whole year, the the card that came up the most was uh, wands. And so mm. then I looked up what wands meant, and wands was ruled by the element of fire. Right. And the wands represent inspiration and creativity. Mm-hmm. And they relate to our ambitions, goals, and dreams. And they mark the beginning of all ventures within the mind and spirit. Mm -hmm. So I like that. I like trying to yeah. find a little theme through it. Um, but it's just a fun thing to do. And I do enjoy pulling a card every morning more than I even knew. I just thought like, oh, I'll do that every once in a while. No, I kind of rely on it. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I yeah. love it. Yeah. 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 You're right. It's not like a magic eight ball or anything, but it does give you, it, it is uncanny though, how often uh, the card that I pull resonates with something that's on my mind. Mm. Yeah. And when you're paying attention to that, right, as in anything mm -hmm. in your life, when you can kind of hone in and pay attention, then that's when change can happen or progress or um, you can absorb a lesson. So mm -hmm. I, yeah, I feel like it's been a really, um, a really cool tool to use. <clears throat> I get to meet Kim Kranz in a couple of months. That's exciting. I know. At, at right Doe Bay. I need to update my events page for all the things that are going on. Um, but she's going to be um, teaching artist at a retreat that I'm going to also be a teaching artist at. So I'm excited to, to hear what she has to share and offer and teach us while we're there. I will let you know how that goes. Yeah, please do. Yeah. She is definitely on my list of someone I would love to meet. She's yeah. I really respect her art. I pitched her for the show after I met her. Um, and I haven't heard back from her or her hmm. company or who bought her company or I don't know how it all works. So I, don't know. I might try to revisit that again. Um, and definitely I'm sure after I meet her, we, I can chat with her at Dobe when I'm there at right. Dobe. There you go. So yeah. So the, uh, the, yeah, the cards are fun and, and just writing it all out and talking about it. Every person that I was with, except for my husband, uh, wanted to do the cards. And so oh. I did their year ahead spreads. I did Grady's. Oh, nice. I did our friends from France. I did, um, our friend's mother, who really loved it. Who, oh, that's so cool. She just got a divorce after being married for like, I don't know, 60 years. Oh, And wow. having a hard time, does a yeah. lot of yoga, f trying to figure out how to live life by herself after being married for so long. Oh. And deep hurt. Anyhow, I did her spread, and it was just a really beautiful... You could tell she was just absorbing everything I was saying, and she said, every card you pulled spoke to me. Oh, wow. That's so neat. And, uh, yeah, it was a beautiful way to just share some fun and, uh, and uh, pause for a minute to just think, you know, even if that's it, you just, mm -hmm. just absorb that for the, you know, the 15 minutes we were doing it. So, yeah. So yeah. that's that. Yeah. Truth and mental clarity. Let's see how that pans out. January. Oh, let's now, January. What's your January? 
Uh, my January is, well, hang on, I know this, and then all of a sudden uh, I have... Uh, I oh, have. You're the, um, you're the. Oh right, right. The, yeah. Is it wands. I can't tell. Mm-hmm. It's um the six of wands. So that means oh, like, you. uh, like like your life is taking on a new flight. Oh, that's perfect right. for January. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. It's, uh, yeah, I know. I know. Right. Oh, and I love the that card in the. In the Wild and Known, she ends that reading with, um, where will you go with your new set of wings? I love that. Oh, I like that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, my January is the Hierophant. So Ooh, good. Looking ment- for mentors. Mentor and seeking knowledge, which is true, uh-huh. which is yeah. definitely what's going on with me right now. And asking for help for some things yeah. that I don't know how to do. So that... Um, that's definitely true. I wanted to share since we're, oh, maybe I'll save it for the favorite th- for the three tools. Never mind. I'm gonna save it for the for dinner. What? Oh, yeah. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> there's a, okay. just um, there's someone that kind of gives deeper explanations of of the cards of the wild unknown, and I'll share that down below. Oh, okay. You can get deeper meaning or longer reading if you want. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So, so did that help you pick your? word of the year? No, I, I, um, I picked my word for the year through a process of just writing down words over the last few weeks of, that resonated mm-hmm. with me or that came up when I was reading or thinking or dreaming. Um, I did, I did my spread on New Year's Eve. So, but it's interesting. Um, they kind of go together. Oh yeah. Wow. So, yeah. So I, um, should we talk about words for the year then? Let's sure. So I told this story before. I'll be brief. I used to go to a yoga workshop hungover on New Year's Day, a four-hour workshop, where our yoga teacher would have us pick the word um, that you want to set your intention for the practice and put it under your mat, like write down a word and put it under your mat. And it's interesting when I look back at my old words, which I can't seem to find them. I usually have them somewhere. I don't have them. doesn't matter. But the words, when I look back at them now, are like acceptance, surrender, things like that. They were all mm-hmm. leading me to kind of the principles and some things in sobriety for me. Like I was, even though I didn't know it, I was deeply um, unsatisfied with my life. So it's interesting to me the words that I would pick at the beginning of the year. So she moved away and I continue the practice of just picking a word. Um, I don't just do it on the spot or put it under a yoga mat, but I think about it for a few weeks. And so while I was on vacation, I was just kind of jotting things down. And I came up with a lot of contenders. I um, have a lot, too. <laughs> yeah. So I was going to share just a couple. But yeah. um, compass is a big one. Like uh, to encompass or compass was one I was really That's a good one. Thinking about. Mm -hmm. Um, I like the symbolism of a compass, Mm -hmm. um, the imagery. So that was something, but something just didn't feel quite right. I like like a verb as my word for the year, an action word to to do something rather than just a word Mm -hmm. for me, um, rather than just a noun. So um, I ended up, I think some of the other ones were uh, like expand or catapult, um, embody, but none of those felt right. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. I realized, um, as I was reading some of the prayers from Pixie Lighthorse that I do every morning that the word honor 
I really love her series of um, prayers of honoring books that I've been reading mm-hmm. consistently for the last seven months that I thought that honor would be my word. Mm, that's a lovely word. Yeah, yeah. And I thought I could honor, um, well, let's see, it's a, it is a noun and a verb. So um, high respect or great esteem, um, adherence to what is right or to conventional standard of conduct, um, something uh, regarded as a rare opportunity and bringing pride and pleasure, a privilege. And then as a verb, it's um, regard with great respect or fulfill an obligation, um, or keep an agreement, keep your word. And so that goes along with the truth part of my wild unknown um, theme. And um, I thought I could honor my health. I could honor my body, my marriage, friends, my time, um, not keep giving it away. You know, I do that a lot. We do a lot of things for free as creatives, you and I. And I thought, Mm -hmm. I want to honor my time and my work. Um, My home, honor my boundaries, honor my word, and honor my sobriety. So Mm. I felt like that could help me in many facets of my life and try to keep it, you know, fresh in my mind when I'm doing something. Um, Like honoring my time already, I was just thinking about when I work with others, um, uh, with the, under the program um, of AA, I, I I need to honor my time. Sometimes I'm I just go and do and want to help so much and be of service mm-hmm. that I don't honor my time. Yeah, and then that spills into not giving my family my time or not going grocery shopping or not like it. Really, when I sat back and thought about honoring my time, I am happy to give away my time. Um, to help another person in the program, absolutely, but not at the detriment of my own life anymore. No, right? Um, yeah, that's that chapter is closed. Mm-hmm. So that means I have to set up some boundaries, and that means mm-hmm. I have to all with love and all with good stuff. It doesn't nothing bad. It's just it's time. Yeah, and it's time for that to happen. So that was like one way. I just I was like I'm gonna work with people on a certain day of the week, um, as service. And mm-hmm. that's all I got. Mm-hmm. And if mm-hmm. they want it, great. And if they don't, that's okay too. Yeah. So that's yeah. just one example of like what I thought the word could help me with boundaries, I guess. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. That's really, that's all good adulting sort of work, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> right. Right. Well, um, and before I go, there's one, 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 the tie, I'm sorry, this is where I lost my notes on some of this stuff, but the tie-in for that, Sandra, for me, um, is there is a, because in my yoga class where I started with my teacher, where that would, where I would go and do the word of the year and be hungover and hate myself and hate my life and just push through four hours just to prove that I wasn't, I didn't have a drinking problem. She used to say this little saying at the end of every class that has always stayed with me. And I, I didn't know what it was from. And I read it this week because I wanted to think about it because I think, I don't know, I just, I just was called to look it up. And it's, it's the meaning of namaste. And I, it says, my soul honors your soul. I honor the place in you where the entire universe resides. I honor the light, love, truth, beauty and peace within you because it is also within me 
In sharing mm-hmm. these things, we are united. We are the same. We are one. Namaste. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she used to say that at, at the end of every class. And I just thought that was beautiful that I could kind of bring mm-hmm. it full circle and just um, uh, think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Unruffled listeners, just popping in mid-show to remind you about our Patreon fundraising campaign. To date, we have produced over a year's worth of content and have over a quarter million downloads. We can hardly believe it. If you like what you've been hearing, you can be a patron of this show for as much as you'd like, even if it's just a dollar an episode. To donate, please go to www.patreon.com backslash the Unruffled podcast. Thank you for your continued support of the show. Now back to it. Yeah, what? that's really. What about you? Yeah, I did a well. I did a lot of work too around trying to come up with a word for the year and just being super intentional about it. Um, I I did a few exercises sort of on my own. I I wrote out an artist statement, which I hadn't done that in a long time. Mm. If you are a creative at all, I would encourage you to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, because I think it really is a way for you to highlight, um, what you're good at and, uh, and what, and your why behind what and how you create. Um, so that was really helpful for me. Uh, I need to put it on my website or something. I won't yeah. read it because it's, you know, like a page and a half. But uh, I think I'll put it on my website. Um, so that was helpful for me. The other thing I did, too, was that I wrote a list of core values that I want to be my core values for the coming year. Um those I feel like can ebb and flow sometimes, but not so much, right? I mean, when I was writing out my core values, I was thinking, you know, these are probably, if you would have asked me my core values 10 years ago, I probably would have made the same list. Now, was I honoring them? Was I giving them uh, the time and space that they needed? Was I making them a priority? Maybe not, but I would have said that these are part of my essence, you know, they are my Mm -hmm. core values. And that was very helpful for me to do as well. I would encourage anyone to do that exercise. Um, Can you, are you comfortable giving an example of one or two? Sure, sure. Just so I can get that in my mind, because I like that. I've done value work with Tiffany Hahn, but I seem to forget my values. (laughs) I'm being honest. So the ones I wrote out for myself were fun, Mm -hmm. curiosity, Mm -hmm. God, sisterhood, Mm. service, creativity, family, and humor. Those are my core values. I like that. Okay. Yes, I get it. Okay. I'm going to write some things down after we're done. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So that was helpful too. And then, like I mentioned before, I like to go back and look at my, my, um, tarot theme for the year too. And that was kind of helping me. I mean, I was really tossing out a whole lot of words myself. Like I had curiosity, courage, bliss sounded fun. Um, discernment is a good word. Mm -hmm. 
But I kept going back to this one very simple word and I tried to let it go and I tried to look for synonyms and I couldn't because the word seemed too simple. But I thought, you know what, this is it, I think, and it's greatness. And that's oh. my word for the year is greatness. I, I know. Thank you. It it to me it just ties in um it helps you remember purpose and power. Mm, yeah. And I think about, like, I love that line from Macklemore's, well, the whole freaking song, Glorious, Macklemore's yeah. song, Glorious. But when he said, or when um, she says, you know, it's who I am, how could I forget? Yeah. And um, I just kept thinking about that too. Glorious was actually a contender as well. Mm-hmm. But I still came back to greatness because I think that committing to that for me will bring up things that need to be healed too. Like what is holding me back from achieving greatness? Um, Procrastination, avoidance, fear, 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 fear. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Overwhelm, scarcity. They really all come back to fear. But, um, it was a really good exercise. I spent a lot of time over the taint working on this. <laughs> it was a good use of my time. Right. Good. I love that kind of the time we give ourselves to do that, though. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh, well, good. Yeah. Fear is a motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. It seems like everything is about fear. Well, so, I, again, I might be repeating myself, but in an exercise in a writing workshop that I did take with Liz Gilbert, she had us write a letter to ourselves from fear. And that might be a good exercise because what that did for me, Sandra, and that's where the word compass came up, fear is my compass, mm-hmm. is what I ended up figuring out after I wrote the letter. Because fear is healthy too. It keep it, when I wrote the letter it was like, "Hey, I've kept Keeps you out, us safe. I've kept you yeah. out of some pretty dangerous situations. Mm-hmm. I've warned you for some things. I I've allowed you to follow your intuition on some things, you know, but I had to nudge you with fear. You know, I had to be there. And I was always pointing you towards where you needed to go, but you wouldn't listen to me. You know, I'm not the enemy. And so right. I wrote this page and a half letter. I mean, you have to do it fast in there. It's it's not like you get to take time to workshop this. It's like you're just, just like, go, and you have 10 minutes. But that's what came up for me, that fear, you know, I'm your compass. Use me. And mm. um, I think that, yeah, maybe writing a letter to yourself from fear might reveal some things, too. That's a good idea. Yeah. That's a good idea. And not overthink it. Mm-mm. Just let it just let it come from your guts. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Oh, okay. So, um, greatness. Greatness. Honor. That's it. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. Um, I was, I didn't want to stay, I mean, I know we were talking about 2019, but I have to say my word last year, grace, I, I thought about that while I was on vacation and how that, you know, how that ended up the year, for, how it ended the year for me. And I was just thinking about all these beautiful examples that have how grace kind of came into my life last year. That was a hard word. It was mm. not an easy word to be like, 
what does it have to teach me? It didn't feel like an action. My therapist told me it was, but I was like, okay, so I have to do things in order to find it, feel it. I don't know. Um, but shortly after the new year last year, our friend Caitlin, who does the music for our show, sent us, um, artwork of her grace of who she draws that she calls grace Mm -hmm. framed and it's in my studio and it's looking at me right now um i have my coffee mug on a little embroidered beauty um, beautiful piece that you made that has my word on it grace and that's what's sitting right here in front of me um amanda grace and i got to meet for the first time um and we communicated a lot last year and um the work of Marley Grace came into my life and was like a teacher about social media and whatnot. But anyhow, I was looking at the whole year and just thinking my panic attacks um, were actually a gift. And I slowed down and I really started a morning routine that allowed me grace in my day. And it gave me time to tap into myself. And so, um, I think that was it. A lot of it was about, I think, even though the word was grace, I was learning a lot about surrender and letting go last year. Mm -hmm. And that's how it it manifested, the the idea of being perfect and getting... Yeah. When I hear the word grace, I think of forgiveness. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So... I did did, um, have some movement in that department as well with my father, so... Yeah, to, to, because the only one that suffers when you don't forgive somebody is yourself, right? Like, that's right. A, they, they, yeah. My dad has no clue that I'm suffering over here because I don't forgive him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, no, no. No. Right, right. It's, so when it, I realized that this year by going with a sponsee to a refuge recovery meeting to try something different, that's where I learned the lesson. And because I was open enough to try something new... And to let go of, like, we only have to do it this way. And, you know, a sponsor only works with AA stuff. No, I was open. I'm not that kind of sponsor, by the way. Um, It just, it allowed me some grace with myself. And um, having that word, it felt like a big word. And since I didn't choose it, it chose me. It never, at the beginning of the year, it didn't feel like mine. Mm -hmm. But I think, like, with grace and with all things, like, it's a slow... Um, learning. It's a slow reveal. Right. It's and, slow um, unveiling. Yeah. 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 So I've learned a lot about um, letting go last year. And I hope that helps keep that fresh in my mind for this year. Um, and Rob Bell talks about how grace is the engine. And I think that's a beautiful phrase. Like it's the engine behind all things. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. Big stuff. Yeah, big stuff. Um, what else do we have to talk about? Is that what we're are we talking about? What we're doing this year, or what's going on? Yeah, let's talk about goals and plans and dreams and and actual scheduled things. Yeah. What do you? What's going on with you? Oh, let me get my little book here. I have a few things. So right now, I am working on my first. Um, online creative email course for curious beginners and that 
talk about fear and not knowing what you're doing and self-doubt and the inner critic, like, dude, it's loud, Sandra. <laughs> you have to smack it down. <laughs> but my first class, it's for sale now, and I decided to call it Groove. And it's just about getting into a creative groove. It's not a tutorial class. It's not how you make a, a gratitude list, although I will be talking about list making and your handwriting in there. Um, but it is more about when I was kind of reviewing all of my photographs from before I got sober to now, I could see this actual progression of the things that I did that got me tapped into my creativity. And so I kept notes and I was, and so tr I'm trying to transmit that, that it might look different for everybody who takes the class, but it's supposed to because your life, what I do in my life is not necessarily what you need to do. But mm -hmm. it's about listening and trying things on for size and evicting the inner critic and just doing it anyway. Mm, yeah, I think all that's helpful. Because, right, somebody might not necessarily pick up a paintbrush, right. but they may pick up a pen or right. they may go take a singing class or something. Yeah. yeah. So the only thing you need for the course is um, paper and a pen. Any pen will do. It's the only thing you need for it. So I'm framing it. I mean, I hope that doesn't sound too boring to anybody, but it's going to be uh, links, quotes, uh, videos, TED Talks, things I'm linking down below that I'm writing an essay telling my story, and then they have resources, and then I have prompts and homework for them to do. Um, hmm. If they want. They don't have to if they don't want to. Um, but it's just something to kind of kickstart, to get you thinking. I mean, you have everything you need to be creative. Mm -hmm. You already have it. But it's kind of tapping into and finding. And sometimes for me, I've needed examples. I needed people to inspire me. I've needed to fall down a rabbit hole on the Internet. So mm -hmm. that is what the 11-day course is. I'm starting it on the 11th of the month. And at the very end of the course, um, we're going to have a live Zoom call with anybody that wants to participate. And they can ask questions or we can brainstorm some ideas or they can share, like, where they're stuck. Um I can just share what I know. I don't know everything. Um, and we're going to see how it goes. And if that works out, that first class, um, then I will offer it again. And it will start on the 11th of February. And I'm hoping to do it every month throughout the year um, on the 11th and then with a call on the 22nd of every month. So we'll see how that goes. Very exciting. So that's the big thing. Um, school starts for me um, in the middle of January. And... I'm going to be done this year, Sandra. I am oh. going to be finished with my AA. So it's taken me a long time, but I have gone to school continuously since I got sober. So um, I'm taking figure drawing and agriculture with a lab. So that's super exciting. <laughs> agriculture with a lab. Wow. Yeah, I get to do crop reports. Oh, okay. That's I was hoping lab. maybe you get to raise a goat or something. No, <laughs> I was not hoping for that. Um, <laughs> I Darn. raised chickens for five years. That was, I learned a lot about the circle of life, let me tell you. Um, no, it's, I looked through it. So I'm getting really good at my college courses because now I'm looking at the courses I want to take, what's required. And then I'm going, is there a research paper? And if there's no research paper, I am in that class. <laughs> oh, yeah. So there's no research paper, just crop reports, which I think I would be good at. Um 
On the 26th of this month in January, I'm doing a women's circle with Natalie and Sasha again. And that's going to be at Soul Yoga in Santa Rosa. And I'm excited about that. Um, you can sign up on my website. There's links. Um, and I signed up for to take a course with Pixie Light Horse at the end of the month. It's a seven-day mm-hmm. course called Seven Journeys. So um, I have to be careful not to take too many classes, Sandra. Oh, yeah. I realize I'm like, I want to take it all. I need to absorb some things. But since she was such a big teacher to me last year, just through her writing, I I want to see... I want to learn more from her. You want to explore more. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I have a four-year sobriety birthday coming up next month. That's so exciting. And I'm guest teaching at Wright Doe Bay on April 4th through the 7th. And people can sign up. I'll have a link on my website as well to that if they want to learn more about that. That's where I first went five years ago. It'll be a five-year anniversary since I've been at Doe Bay. And I was still drinking when I was there. But that that event of going to to giving myself permission to go to a creative retreat, I think helped me figure out I wanted to get sober. I wanted to listen to that voice more than I wanted to drink. Um, so it's going to be interesting going back. And I'm thinking I want to go to Spain this year mm. by mm-hmm. myself. So I'm investigating that. Um, And I know you and I have some hopes and dreams as well. So I'm going to let you share and then maybe we can talk about that. Yeah, yeah, because we haven't totally nailed it down, but we have ideas for sure. Um, Well, let's see. I mean, I've signed up for some classes, too, but mine are like uh, real, uh, you know, person and in-person classes. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going getting back into my writing class with Spike and I'm very excited about that. Very much looking forward to that. I'm hoping to keep working on my essays and perhaps I will find an editor this year. Um, I know I feel like I need an editor, like a real, you know, like when you hire that tells you the truth and, (laughs) <laughs> you know, does their job and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, that's, that's, that's a great idea, Sandra. Yeah. That kind yeah. of takes it to another level, right? It really, yeah. it really does. Yeah. yeah. It really does for me. It sounds, it seems scary actually, but yeah, I know that I feel like that's the next thing. Um, and I'm, I'm taking an improv class in a couple of, actually it starts next week. I'm so excited about my improv class. Oh I yes. Tell more. Tell us more. I already stand it. Yeah. So it's just a beginning improv class and my kids have been doing improv for a long time. My son's been doing it for about eight years, which is pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, and I love improv. I love watching it. I can see what, how it's benefited my kids. Um, and I've always wanted to try it, but I have really, this might surprise anyone because I do a podcast, but I have stage fright, pretty, pretty bad stage fright. Mm. And I've been on stages before I'll get up and do it anyway, but I want to get better. Uh, I want to, I don't know, kind of dance with the stage fright. I don't think it's ever going to go away, but 
I want to, I don't think I'll overcome it, put it that way, but I want to be more comfortable with it. And I want just to improve my conversational skills because I have all these little things I'm start, I'm kind of doing right now, I feel like are bricks that I'm laying down brick by brick to build sort of a bridge to get me to some more, I don't know, long-term goals that I have because this is the year it feels, it's so uncomfortable to talk about your big dreams, right? Yeah. <laughs> it really is. And it's one of those things. It's like, I can keep a safe it, place. I know. And I can <laughs> keep it to myself. It's not like, there's not like there's somebody holding me accountable, you know, or anything just because I say it, but it, it does feel very, uh, feels very uncomfortable, especially be- when they're precious, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. but, um, this is the year I think I'm gonna, um, not, I think this is the year that I'm going to find a space in Austin. <gasps> I know you just gave me goosebumps. I know. I know. I've been working on this and working on this and working on this. I've actually been researching it for years. Um, but I've really, really been putting pen to paper with details and actionable goals, Mm -hmm. uh, to help me get there. And this is the year I'm going to do it. And what will that Um, space be? It's going to be a quite a few things. So it's going to be a whole lot of things in the beginning. Lay it on me. (laughs) Probably after a year, it's going to be less things, you know, but, um, it's going to be a place to hold uh, like workshops and creative classes. Um, Perfect. Which there are, I mean, the first time I even talked about this a, c- a couple of years ago, there were only a few in Austin and now they've, there's, you know, they've tripled. Um, so it's not like that they don't exist in this town, but they're all boozy. They're all boozy. And I want to have a place um, that's not plain and simple. (laughs) You don't have to be sober to come. You don't have to, you know, take the uh, alcohol, alcoholic, am I an alcoholic quiz to come? Right. (laughs) But there just won't be booze there. And I want to have like a little tea and shrub bar um, for that. And, uh, but so that, um, And then, you know, the workshop space can be all kinds of things. It could be a place for speakers. Um, Yeah. It can be a – I can do art shows and trunk shows and pop-ups. But then, of course, I want to have like a retail space too and not just for myself and my handmade goods. But for other people, Mm -hmm. I want to support other women uh, that are in our space that are – that are making things. Um, I see Rinda's supplements in there. Um, I see, you know, your art on the walls. I see, uh, just every, everyone in my space that's a maker, Mm -hmm. um, that sells, uh, I would love to see their stuff there. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, I want it to be like a place that has a nightly, like a monthly thing, like a game night, mm-hmm. dance party, silent uh, disco or yes, loud disco, silent, not yes, silent disco. <laughs> yes, that book mm-hmm. club. Oh, I love it. 
Yeah, I story love it so much. Storytelling night, poetry night, um, you know, literary events. I, so again, it's gonna like a lot of things, and we'll see what. I'm gonna throw yeah. a bunch of shit at the wall and see what sticks. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I love it. I'm like, I can see it all. Like while you're telling me, I'm closing my eyes. Going, I can see it. I can see it. I can see right. it. Right. Yeah. I know. You know, and then I'll probably, you know, since I'll probably be there a lot, I'll probably have a little atelier set up in the back. You know, I'm sure I'll have my sewing machine oh, there. Yeah. And, and, um, but I also was kind of dreaming about, and I'm modeling this on some other things that exist here in town, but it, I, it would also be fun too to have a, like a photo booth or something. And I'm like envisioning one of those, um, light up mirrors, you know, those mirror, those big mirrors that you see in like dressing rooms that have lights all the way around them. Yeah. And, um, so that there could be, I don't know, like a photo party or a place for like, you know, serious headshots or whatever. I'm again, I'm just trying to umbrella all of my skills under one space because God damn it, I'm going to make it work. (laughs) Okay. You've just hit on something there. Let me just pop up. Headshots. Right. I mean, I need some for creative, for, for, for creative women to help catapult their creative careers. Right. I'm with an amazing photographer, our friend from France. He works for UPI over in France. He's fantastic. We go to the beach. I'm still too, I asked him on the, at the beginning of the trip, like, um, could you take a couple of headshots while I'm here? I kind of need something for my website. Um, Yeah. We go to the beach. The light is golden. It couldn't have been more perfect. I'm getting ready to go to my event, you know, uh, but I'm all dolled up. I couldn't ask him to do it. I couldn't oh. remind him. Mm-hmm. Something in me yeah. was like, I don't feel like doing it right now. I don't want my picture taken. I just, right. I don't, I don't know, whatever. What I think is that, yeah, if I could go somewhere and go, like, we, we can knock out a headshot fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? That it's not a whole big thing and it's not a right. two-hour production. Mm-hmm. You know, just something simple for our websites or for our social media or for things exactly. that we're doing. Like, that is mm-hmm. a brilliant idea. I would go do that in a heartbeat. I will yeah. go do that in a heartbeat. With you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. And I mean, you know, and you could, you could feel free to browse through the uh, kimonos or vintage clothing that will be in the retail section if you want to borrow something for your headshot. Right. I love it. And, you know, if you love it and you can't go home without it, then, of right. course, it's available for purchase. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Do you see where I'm going here? I know exactly where you're going. I'm throwing everything at it, but Mm -hmm. I think it could work. Because let me tell you, ladies, rent is not cheap here in A-Town. And, you know, it's I'm going to have to make it work. I may even, and this is still, um, uh, I haven't made a final decision on this, but I may even do a Kickstarter. Oh, you should to kickstart the first six months of rent and move in costs um, just to solidify my whole, my footing. Uh, And also just to kind of see if people would support this, even if you're not in Austin, but you maybe you would come here someday or you just see the vision. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that that just, just knowing that there's some communal su- support, I think, yeah. would be helpful. Of course, it's about the money too, but 
it's not just that. It's just sort of crowdsourcing the support to see if there's enough, to see if I'm not crazy with this idea. Yeah. And that people don't mind paying for this. You know, this isn't, again, like honoring creativity. We have to have a whole show about this, about money. And I'm not there. I don't have answers, but let's talk about it because getting paid for your work is really hard. It's a really uncomfortable thing to do for some reason. Mm-hmm. I created well, this I, thing. Do you want to buy it, please? Right. <laughs> and I mean, of, of course, I would have amazing Kickstarter perks. I mean, hello, kimono <laughs> or like, you know, a, to come hang out with me and have a photo shoot or whatever, you know, there would be good perks, put it that way. Yeah. Well, so the thing doing these types of things, Sandra, I was thinking about this over the break, and I I have a friend of mine who shared on Instagram, and you shared today about your cat being an awesome assistant. Yeah. But it's almost like to make this kind of stuff happen as a creative, I'm finding I need perhaps an assistant that knows how to do the things that I freaking suck at, Mm -hmm. which is technology stuff. I'm not interested. I'm way more interested in making a thing, but then to have to photograph it, upload it, write about it, share it, tag it. I mean, all the stuff that comes with that, that I'm like, it slowly kills me. Mm-hmm. It's slowly killing all part of me. Well, <laughs> So and, asking and for help or getting help or figuring out a way to um, hire someone or do trade with someone or, um, you know, that's going to be something this year that I'm thinking about too, because I'm thinking like all that you're talking about right here, like to do a Kickstarter, you have to have manage it too, as you know. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know, I just feel like, I feel like it's a year for that too, to ask for a little more help because, um, that's the way these things are going to grow into greatness. Right. Right. And honor right. our time. And yeah. It's going to be hard, but it's all doable. I love, I love Of course <laughs> it is. That's my pep talk. That's my pep talk for myself. But no, you're right. And actually, um, to that point is going to be one of my three items in my toolbox. But, um, can I tell you what my stretch goal is, is tell me. here's my stretch goal. And oh, wait, this is I, where don't know. I need a stretch. I have goal. a tell stretch me. goal even, and this is where I'm really going to have to call in the gods or the goddesses. So they would be, but, um, I think I want to start a nonprofit too. Now this what? again, might not even be this year, way down the road. Yes. Um, I'm, I have this like burning desire to burning desire. I don't know if I'd call it that actually. It's one of those (laughs) epiphanies. Like I woke up thinking that's what this could all sort of lead to. Um, but I would love to, to start, and I guess it's a nonprofit. I'm not really sure, but I think that's, that's what it would be. But to teach, um, creative skills, some type of creative skill, uh, or, and, and entrepreneurial skills to women that have a certain amount of recovery undetermined, but that have like a criminal background that prevents them from getting, entering the workforce successfully. Um, but to teach them a creative skill where they could maybe open their own creative business because they can't, you know, they have a felony, they can't get a job. Mm, That's beautiful. I like that mission. So yeah, anyway, again, putting it out there, but, and that, just made me feel very uncomfortable to do. No, I like it. That's a big dream. That's awesome. But 
Yeah, yeah. Because I think that, um, you know, I love helping women that are like me and you. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't have, we have a lot of freedom and choices. But I think about, I often think about the women that don't. Yeah. And so, yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to need a lot of help. <laughs> Yeah. Because I have no idea what I'm doing. I love it. I love it, Sandra. These are all big, beautiful things. Yeah. Yeah. And you and just named it. I did. I named it. Mm-hmm. I named it out loud. As scary as that is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I don't know. You know, I could be wrong, but I feel like, and of course, we're talking about like courses and programs online and, and I don't. And I'm not poo-pooing them, and I don't think they're going away at all. You know, I think, I think the salad days of a $900 program by people that aren't experts in that field could maybe be going away. I think the market might be getting a little bit saturated on that. Right. Um, I think that as consumers of uh, personal development stuff. Um, we might be putting our dollars more to real life experiences. I, that's just a, I could be wrong, but that's just a prediction. Well, there's nothing like it. I mean, there's nothing like doing a real yeah. life workshop. I mean, yeah. or learning from a teacher or having an experience. Like I think, yeah, there's nothing right. to replace that for sure. Right. Right. For sure. That's why with my, with the class I was doing, I was, when I wrote it out, I called it a couple of different things and I was figuring it out. I was like, I need, um, to close this with connection. That's why right. I want to do a live Zoom call. I, I don't want to just put something out for my first time. I might change my mind. I reserve the right. But um, like with Holly's 40-day mantra project that I did with her, mm-hmm. it's 40 days of emails. And, um, and it's priced for that too. You know, it's 40 days of emails. That's what you get. You take what you want from it and you go. But for me, I thought, I don't have anything to say for 40 days, quite honestly, <laughs> not yet. Right. <laughs> um, and I've never done this before. And I want to connect with the ladies that have um, been so generous with their dollars and that they wanted to give it a try. Right. Are you capping? I'm, I'm curious. Are you capping the, the... For the first time I am. Yeah. So if people want to sign up, I do want to say that maybe I should have said that at the top of the hour, can sign up. Um, it's $33. It's like three bucks a day. Um, and it's 11 days of emails with, like I said, essay and homework assignments and, and you can think prompts if you don't like the word homework. I love the word homework. Um, and, (laughs) um, and links that I've accumulated over five years of research and things I've done and where I started and what helped me and the one thing that was the golden ticket so that you don't have to do all the investigating. I encourage you to do all the investigating, but um, I have some things for people to push off from, you know, so mm-hmm. but, the, but the talk at the end, like that is kind of the thing that's kind of was the non was. the So that's why it has to kind of end um It'll end on the 10th that people can sign up on the 10th of January. And anybody that signs up after that will go into the following month, the February 11th class. Um, so I say class. It's 
11 days of emails and a live call on the 22nd of the month. And people can watch Mm -hmm. that a little later. But you're right. The connection is the part for me that it felt like when I was doing it, I was like, oh, this feels fine. Like it could land in their inboxes, but I want to talk with them. I'm, I'm a a person. I want to, I want to connect. And um, yeah. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so many good things, Sandra. I know. It's It's exciting. Good year. A good year. We should probably wrap this up. I know. It's a lot. We could keep going, I think. But yeah, we should probably wrap it up. Actually, just to, just to, oh, book, bookend, we are planning something together and maybe we'll talk about it at another time when we have more details (laughs) to share. We want to do something together. Um, Yeah, we should talk about that more. (laughs) And whether that'll be in person or online or we're not sure of any of those details yet. Clearly, we both just said we like in-person things. And we talked about doing a a live podcast, too. That would be a fun fun weekend to do it all. Um, It would be, wouldn't it? yeah. Yeah. So we've brainstormed a whole lot. We have some really good ideas, really good ideas, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, So we just need to figure out how they're going to be delivered. Yeah. Yeah. More will be revealed. Yes. Yes. More will be revealed. All right. That was fun. I love talking about future shit. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Dreams and hopes and... Yeah. I love it. It's my favorite thing. It really does light me up. Yeah. Well, let's talk about our um, three items from our unruffled toolbox. Okay. Yeah. So anybody. I have a theme. Mine are a little weird, but you go ahead. You can describe. Um, So if anybody's new and listening, um, you know, a toolbox is obviously something that you have that kind of helps you, um, helps you out in a pinch. And the unruffled toolboxes are things that keep us, uh, calm, not agitated, creatively motivated, um, tools that can be, um, sobriety related or, um, having to do with our creative practices. So what you got for me, Sandra, what's number one? Okay. So mine are goals actually. And I, and I, putting them in the toolbox because, you know, they're just something to kind of focus on. Um, for the year. Plus it gives me a little bit of accountability to say it. Mm -hmm. Um, so my first one is I want to read, uh, 52 books this year. So like a book a week. Um, yeah, yeah. And I'm really going to be intentional about it. Like I read a lot of books last week, last year, but I can't tell you how many I read. So I think this year I, I I'm probably not going to post it or anything, but I'll probably take a picture every week just to have it on my phone for my own personal accountability to see, you know, to make sure that I've, you know, so I can go back and That's see, a how, big goal. see how I'm going. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really big goal. I like it. Okay. I'm going to riff on this since uh, I'm going to go with the goals theme too. So let's see what, um, one for me is, um, I'm all about an accountability project that really speaks to my personality and my Virgo-ness. And, um, what I had been doing was doing, um, my gratitude list every day, an illustrated gratitude list and sharing it. I've been mm-hmm. doing that for about two and a half years on Instagram. I kind of trailed off this month. I'm over it, Sandra. I'm way mm-hmm. over it. Some um, things have an expiration date. I just feel like I have to let it go. Not the list itself. I'm still going to be posting in our gratitude circle. I will keep doing a gratitude list. Um, but I'm going to do that privately. 
Um, if I illustrate a list, that is going to be private for me. Um, but what I am going to do as an accountability project for next year is I'm going to paint. So like the foundations I do for my gratitude lists, mm-hmm. I'm going to do those on loose paper. And I'm going to tuck them into a box every day, you know, do one a day, maybe more mm-hmm. if I feel inclined. Um, and I'm going to save up all of those images to um, maybe make a book with. Oh, uh, yes. There you go. A journal that people can do their lists on top of. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. We'll see. But my accountability project is that I'm going to be accountable to creating art every single day. With that purpose in mind, it might change. It might turn into something else. I have no idea. But I'm ready to switch it up. I'm ready to mm-hmm. have it be part of my morning routine still, but not sharing it. Right, and, right. It'll or just take occasionally a different... sharing it if I feel like it, but just yeah. it's going to be totally, it's going to be different. So that's, that's mine. That's my I accountability like that. project, which I think has really helped me with my creativity is having something that I've been accountable for over mm-hmm. the last several years. Mm-hmm. So that's that for me. That's a good one. Um, okay. So my second one, uh, you mentioned it earlier, um, but I'm going to find a mentor, like a business mm. mentor or somebody that can help me pull this, pull all of this off. Because again, this is my year. I'm going to, as we say in the South, it's shit or get off the pot. <laughs> oh, the South. <laughs> We are so eloquent, aren't we? Very eloquent. Oh, my favorite word. Yeah. Great. Yeah. But I, right. So if this is a coach that I hire, I'm not quite sure, but I'm going to find a business mentor to help guide me through this and um, see if I have something here. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um. Okay, well, along those lines, I've I've reached out to a couple of ladies. I think um, I I don't know what you would call it. Um, not a consultant. I need to go bigger. I need to. I need a graphic design person mm-hmm. to help me tidy up my website which I have done all myself, which is fine. But there's no way what I've learned in the last few weeks is that there's no way to really search my website for old blog posts in the template that I have, which I think is maybe you have the same, we have the same template. Um, There's no way to search. There's no search bar or element. So I, I've been writing for 11 years Mm -hmm. and three, um, four years on this website that I have, TammySolace.com. I have so much material and I'm trying to pull it and find it f- to create this course and I can't find it myself. How is anybody else going to find it? Mm-hmm. So I need to bite the bullet and hire a professional as well mm-hmm. <laughs> and to help right. me with some graphic and some images. I have thousands and thousands and thousands of images um, that are just sitting on my hard drive that I haven't, I anyhow... I need to hire a professional. That's my number yeah. two. I need to. I need to raise the white flag. <laughs> um, I've reached out to a couple of ladies who've said, you know, let me know, and I don't even know what I need exactly. Right. So I know. I keep I need saying to get I'm clear. 
Yeah, I keep saying that I'm going to do that for my website as well and for somebody to come in and consolidate all my emails, yeah. <laughs> all my um, various email addresses that I have. Yeah. Uh, that's a good one. Yeah, because again, it's it's been on a list for two years now and it hasn't mm-hmm. gotten done because I don't know how to do it. So, right. you know, I think that, that if, if something is carried over from two years – onto your to-do list that just means it's time to ask for some freaking help yeah it's so hard to do but it's such a good recovery thing too right it's what we were told to do we need to ask for help okay (laughs) easier said than done (laughs) what's your next okay my last one is that and this i am saying this to the world and i am serious about it but i aim to be a better gift giver this year. Um, yeah, you were such a good gift giver. I know Aww. so many women, even before I was in recovery, I have always had friends that have been excellent gift givers and I'm not. And the, the <laughs> thing is, it's available to me, right? You know, okay. it's just, you just have to do it. I'm going to argue that for a second, my friend. Okay, I don't know. Because... I I meant to mention this earlier. Um, You gave me uh, a beautiful silk bag a long time ago with an eye of Shiva. Is that? Oh, right. Uh Uh-huh. The eye of Shiva stone. And I didn't know what to do with that bag for the longest time. And in the last four months, as I've been traveling, I've been using that bag to hold my tarot cards. Uh-huh. Right. And, Which I measured it, by the way, Yeah, uh, with the tarot cards, with I, that in mind. I think you even said that when you sent me the mm-hmm. note, because this was a while ago. Um, mm-hmm. And it is so perfect, Sandra. It is oh, the perfect good. weight. It's the lovely length of, of, of ribbon. It is fits in my bag without having to take this big, huge box of tarot cards. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. It is so perfect. And the Eye of Shiva sits in front of me every single day. You sent me a book by Seth Godin just because, I believe. So maybe you're being I'm not a little hard. The worst, but I'm not <laughs> the best. I want to get better. I want to get better. Like these other things that I'm doing, I want to be a better writer. I want to be a better speaker. Okay. Um, not I that need, you're bad, yes, but that you. I need things that help me encourage me to be better, whether it's a practice or it's just a commitment. I just want to get better. So, well, I have to give you one more compliment because I do love receiving things from you, whether I purchase them from you or whether you gift them to me because you wrap them in the most amazing vintage scarves. I do. I have Mm -hmm. seen your pile, which it is a gift to get a gift from you wrap like that. Like that's a bonus gift is the wrapping. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that's very much your thing. You know, it is. Your style. Yeah. So I, I love, I love that. Okay. Well, can always do better, I guess. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think the third thing that I mentioned earlier that I was going to share was um, Carrie Mallon. Carrie Mallon. Oh, now my computer just, hold on. Let me find it again. Carrie Mallon, she does interpretations of the wild unknown, um, the card meanings. Ooh. And she does them really in depth. So what was your oh. card of the year again? Tell me your card of the year. 
Ace of Cups. Ace of Cups. Let's go see. So you get the book reading from The Wild Unknown. Uh-huh. So she just does interpretations for every single card of the Wild Unknown Tarot. Oh, I didn't know about this. Yeah, and there's no rights or wrongs, and she does a little disclaimer. They're just simply her perspectives on the tarot card meanings. And so the Ace of Cups, her interpretation is about emotional energy and raw feelings. And um, let's see. Those are Carrie's words as the keywords. Mm-hmm. And she goes on to just... Get, she gets into it in the general, mm. um, in the meaning. She talked about, let's see, the fact that the hand is depicted in a palm up position is worth mentioning. As opposed to grasping the cup, the hand receives the cup. This is a reminder mm. that the suit of cups energy is often considered to be receptive energy. So it oh. just gets you to dive in a little deeper. Oh, I and, love this. Yeah. So I will link to that in the show notes. And Please do. Um, Natalie turned me on to it because when she found it, she was like, it goes much deeper. And Mm. so that is a tool that I think our listeners, if they're dabbling in tarot or getting the wild unknown deck, they might want to check out um, Carrie Mallon's work. No kidding. I know I'm going to. (laughs) I'm going to send it to you right after we talk. Yay. Oh, well, this was so good, Sandra. I've missed you. This was really good. I've missed you too. Well, we have a good year coming um, for you. We have lots of guests. We already have guests lined up. Um, we have guests have lined Kate up. We have a list too, but yeah. go ahead. Yeah. Kate Kennedy's coming on from She Recovers, mm-hmm. who is the head disco, silent disco dancer. Um, yes. Party starter. Can't wait to talk to her. Um, we're having Christy Coulter on later this month. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And we just have a, a lineup of guests that are in the waiting. So we are excited um, for a new year and we're approaching hundred episodes. We'll have to talk about that too, Sandra, what that means. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. As always, just thanks for listening. You guys, um, if you could do us a favor and rate us on iTunes, please, pretty please, or um, donate to our Patreon campaign at patreon.com backslash the unruffled podcast. We really appreciate it. We really appreciate it. We love you guys. Thank you for making 2018 amazing. And here's to a wonderful new year. The Unruffled Podcast was created and produced by Sandra Primo and Tammy Salas. Our show is edited and mixed by Steve Hecht. Original music composed and performed by Caitlin Schumacher. Original artwork created by Tammy with the help of graphic designers Chris Aguirre and Amy Lanier. Thanks for listening.